Good morning, everyone. Today is the 17th of August, and I'm joined by Nathan Sweeney and Mayank Markande. Nathan, fairly positive week in the US, and it looks like improving data coming through on the macro front. Yeah, that's correct, Lorena. So what we've seen is um, we have real improvements in retail sales and uh, consumer uh, sentiment figures. So, you know, we had this expectation that retail sales would be weak because of, you know, kind of re-implementing lockdown measures in some states in the US. Retail sales were actually better than expected. So if you look at the figure, they came in at 1.9% for July versus an expectation of 1.3%. And then consumer sentiment also, which you would expect to be impacted by, you know, kind of lockdown measures being reintroduced. And, you know, they were positive. So we're seeing kind of data surprising to the upside, which is helping to lift or continually lift the market in the US. And anything positive on the jobless front? The markets have been very much fixated on those figures, haven't they? Yeah. So, you know, what we've seen is the unemployment data has definitely been trending down. And we can track this on a weekly basis by looking at, say, jobless claims or continuing claims. You know, so people who have signed on for unemployment benefit, are they continuing to claim that benefit? And we're seeing improvements in both of these data prints. So less people signing on and less people continuing to sign on. So that trend has been persisting. So that's another real positive. So strong data coming through in the US. And also, I think we saw some very positive data on German economic sentiment. But that seems to have had a knock-on effect on the bonds, on the government bond markets, Mike. Yeah, so government bond markets around the world have sold off in one of its worst weeks since the start of the year. And that really goes hand in hand with the positive data that we've seen coming through. We also saw a, a relatively strong inflation print come out in the US, which caused a longer end of the, you know, the US yield curve to sell off. The other reasons for bond yields to sell off was a technical one, as the US government is raising and issuing new bonds into the market in a relatively quiet month in August when, you know, folks are on holidays, there's just not enough demand there. So from a technical point of view, they're getting bid for at higher yields than they would ordinarily. So that's also partly been the reason. Indeed. So uh, could you also blame that those lower volumes on quite dramatic developments in the gold price this week? Gold is an asset that's done phenomenally well on a year-to-date basis. And from a just from a pure price point of view, at $2,050, you know, it was trading very expensive and technically had enjoyed very strong momentum. So it's obviously easier to say in hindsight, you could argue that it was due for a sell-off. And that's what we saw last week when gold had, had probably one of its weakest Single day move since 2013, when it fell to just at 1900 level. Since then, it's bounced back to um, you know trading at sort of 1950, and and this morning is trading at close to 1970. But what it does tell you is that the so-called easy gains to be made from gold, that we're probably going to see that come through going forward, and there's probably going to be a bit more volatility around the price because we're at very expensive level. Conversely, oil has been fairly steady over the last couple of weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, oil's actually done well. And oil's done well because there's been some strong demand globally. So, for example, Chinese state-owned oil firms have actually tentatively booked some tankers to transport 20 million barrels of U.S. crude for August and September. Also, in the U.S., uh, the implied gasoline demand rose last week to be just below 3.5% away from pre-coronavirus levels. We're also seeing some brokers estimate demand rising to 8 million barrels per day over the last through four months to about 90 million barrels per day, uh, which is still, you know, 10, 15% below uh, this time last year, but it's, it's a significant improvement of what we've seen in March and April. The strong performance of oil recently has been more a demand story than a supply story. Yes, and we are seeing a 
building picture of recovery there. Nathan, what can we expect in terms of macro data this week? Yeah, so there's plenty to keep us busy this week. We have a raft of PMI data out around the globe, so a lot of that will be coming out on Friday. I think from a US perspective, importantly, we will have the Fed meeting minutes coming out on Wednesday for the July FOMC meeting. Now, to be honest, people aren't going to see any real surprises here. There'll be an expectation that the Fed kind of reiterate the statement, lower for longer, need to see economic recovery come through before they do anything on interest rates. Uh, so not expecting much from that. You'll continue to have a focus on key data like unemployment data and COVID cases. Uh, so the markets around the globe will be looking at that. But you have to remember, you know, so August tends to be a month where a lot of people go on holiday. You know, so the staycation is definitely back in vogue. Volumes will be light in markets and that can lead to a little bit of volatility in equity markets. You know, we tend to expect that in August. So, you know, watch out for that. And on the positive front, anything expected from Congress in terms of the big fiscal stimulus package near term? Yeah, so that's actually a bit of a disappointment because, you know, there was an expectation that we might get a fiscal stimulus package last week. This didn't happen. And, you know, I've mentioned that staycation already. So unfortunately, Congress, they've all gone on recess. They've gone off and taken their holidays and we don't get the Senate aren't expected to come back from recess until the 8th of September and the House of Representatives. They're not expected to be back till mid-September. So it is important, you know, that they get back on it when they return from holiday and get a fiscal stimulus package passed. Yes, indeed, we'll just have to wait and see. In the meantime, thank you both very much. Thank you very Thanks much.